Greetings, ladies and gents, and welcome to this latest version of uh, Tales, Tales from Outer Space, where I take an HFY story from somewhere around the internet and read it aloud for your enjoyment. All the relevant links are down below. Like, subscribe, and all that YouTube comf to help this video and channel grow. Anyways, as always, I hope that you enjoy. I would like to give a quick thanks to our Tier 5 channel members and patrons. Fallen Angel, Buzz Killington. Thank you again. Now on to the story. Story number one. Culture and Cuisines, written by Dr. Muffin, PhD. Slast grimaced as his body collapsed into the chair. The fear and frantic energy that he had felt upon first seeing the morning's local news headline was gone, replaced by a crushing feeling of inevitability. Almost without thinking about it, Slas pulled up the article at his combat. Acquisition of the TRIT by the GSSC falls apart in the last-minute negotiations. The article went on to describe how the seemingly surefire acquisition of Trisk Intersolar Transit by the Girl Station Company had imploded, apparently due to a mutual stubbornness and overinflated egos on both sides. Slas's whiskers drooped further in resignation. He had already spoken to everyone he thought could possibly help. First, to confirm that the news was correct. No was. And then, to see if he could cancel any of the contracts to recover some of his investment. He couldn't. Slas looked around, taking in the comfortable Trisk furnishings. Maddock wood chairs, Turek-styled tables and, of course, the traditional Surhi oven and prep area in the center of the establishment. Everything had been ready for a grand opening, which was supposed to be just three cycles away. He had poured his life savings into this restaurant, and now it was doomed to be an abject failure before it ever opened. It had seemed like such a safe bet. The only other place in the Gull Station that served Trisk food was the low dock worker cafeteria, and the quality was subpar at best. Of course, none of that mattered now. Only a handful of Trisk, including himself, lived on the station, and a few regularly passed through. A large number of Trisk would have moved to Gull Station in the coming days under the acquisition, but that wasn't happening now. Slas reached for the compad and placed a call to the service manager that he had hired. She was a human, a race which was fairly new to the galactic fold, but who had quickly spread throughout the galaxy and established a reputation as bold explorers. They already had significant presence on Gull Station. Slas had heard the tendency to wonder was due to the nomadic evolutionary history. Regardless, he had needed someone to manage the day-to-day -day of the business and to hire workers when the restaurant opened, and she had come highly recommended. Oh, hey, more Slas. What's up? Hello, Sarah. Slas paused for a moment. It was still strange for him that humans did not place any signifier in the title before the name when speaking with others. His own title more indicated that he was a skilled chef back home on Triscan. I trust that you've seen the news this morning. Without the acquisition, there is no longer any need for servers or cleaners. Could you please contact the staff that you've hired and tell them the restaurant is closing? 
Wait, 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 Sarah said. Closing? How can it be closing? We haven't even opened yet. Besides, you've poured your heart and soul into this thing. How can you just shut it down like that? As I said, the merger between the Triskid Distola and the station fell through. There is no reason for Trisk to move to the station anymore. The restaurant is doomed. How is it doomed just because there aren't any Trisk? Sarah asked. Slas felt his whiskers wiggle in a slight irritation. I understand that humans have spread widely and rapidly, so perhaps you don't experience this problem as frequently as other species. But it's impossible for a restaurant to survive without a reasonable number of the cuisine's client species in the area. Why is that? Sarah asked again. Slas's ears cocked up in exasperation. Humans really were a naive species. Because every species eats their own food, obviously. Trisk eat Trisk cuisine, Saar eats Saar cuisine, and I'm sure that humans eat human cuisine. You'll never see a Saar eating Chak's food. Without a merger, we won't have enough clients to survive. Even if every Trisk on the station comes to the restaurant twice a cycle. Simply put, the restaurant is doomed. For a moment, Slas wondered how anyone could have recommended that he hire Sarah, giving her lack of basic restaurant knowledge. There was a brief pause on the combat. Well, um, actually, Sarah began. Looking around his restaurant, Slas could hardly believe it. It was twelve cycles since he had read about the failed acquisition, and three since he had opened his restaurant doors. The place was packed. He could hardly keep up with the orders. He might even have to hire another more Trisk, just to help out with the cooking. More surprisingly, only a few of the customers were Trisk. Nearly all of them were humans eager to see what Trisk cuisine had to offer. Sarah walked up to him with a large human smile. A sight Slaas had come to love in the last few days. See, what did I tell you? she boasted. I admit I had my doubts, Slaas replied. But to think that humans can not only eat the vast majority of other species' cuisine, but they enjoy it so much they seek out different cuisines on purpose. It's completely unheard of. Humans have always been adventurous eaters, she laughed. Perhaps it is because of your species' nomadic past, Slaas offered. Or maybe we like to wander and explore because we love the experience of new things. Sarah replied. May I? She asked, pointing towards the freshly made docky bun, hot out of the oven. Of course. Sarah popped a small bun into her mouth and smiled. Delicious. End of story. Story number two. All System Science University. Bad Vacation Spot. Written by Apophis Pegasus. Angling his senses at the sky, Voss wobbled in contentment. Phrasia was lovely this time of cycle, and the planet's twin suns beat down on his ship's form, bathing him in a pleasantly warm glow, a welcome contrast to the relative frigidity of outer space. Hopefully the three humans who had contracted him would stay for a week, maybe two, and the Ingen could get his own little vacation. Bask in the sun, surf in Vorasia's data net. Heck, he had an android body in storage. Maybe he might take a walk around the village. His contentment was swiftly cut short by the beeping of his communicator. 
checking their ID, he saw that it was Hans, one of the humans who had rented his services. Strange. It had only been four hours, and I shouldn't be calling so soon. Brrrt. Click. Hello? Start the ship, start the ship, start the ship, start the freaking ship. What? Oh, calm down. What's going on? We're coming in hot, man. Get ready. What are you talking about? Boss was interrupted by an alert on his proximity sensor, coming from the southwest. Angling his sensors in the general direction, he was confronted with the three running forms of Hans, Kevin, and Rick about a kilometer out. And close on their tail was what looked like the entire population of the village that they were staying at. Quickly accessing the data net, he pulled up the local news feeds, fear rising up with each headline. Human males spotted in Nyado Resort. Transport ticket purchases skyrocket planet-wide. Property damage reports flood in after humans spur massive disturbance. Subminister Val Antenzana states there will be severe repercussions if any human is permanently injured. Human men have landed. Get them while they're fresh. Tips and tricks for netting a human. Crap. Voss started the ship's engines quickly and ran through the emergency diagnostics. Fuel? Check. Power? Check. Stabilizers? Check. Not bothering to do the security sweep in the interest of time, he started hovering the ship a few feet off the ground. Just as the three humans jumped into the ship's edgeway, a mob of Eurasians right behind them. Slamming the door shut, Kevin turned to the ship's control console with a look of terror. Go! Go, 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 go! G-forces slammed the humans into the ground as Voss eagerly complied, accelerating straight up. Within a minute, he was in the upper atmosphere, where he let up, allowing the humans to get up painfully. Hans fumed as he sat in a chair, nursing his bruises, while Kevin and Rick slumped, thankfully. Those arseholes! What? Um, guys, Hans continued. Hathen, Jim and Ishter, Kevin, they said Parisians liked humans, not that they were all freaking insane. Got claw marks on me, for God's sake. Yeah, they should have probably given us the heads up. But it was your idea to go, even after what happened to Brad. Guys, Brad's a dick. We didn't do anything wrong. We just went to the pool. Yeah. Come to think of it, they all seemed a little on edge from the moment we got here. Guys! The two of them turned to look at Rick, who had a shaking hand pointed at the corner. I think we have a stowaway. An energy cannon popped out from a hidden compartment and Voss leveled it at the dark figure as the three men shrunk back. Come out with your hands where I can see them. The figure that stepped out of the shadows was clearly a Varasian, nearly seven feet tall. Its muscular form was covered in a sheen of silvery-gray fur. Gold and iron band circled locks in its hair, reflecting the lights as it stepped forward. Clawed hands raised, stark white eyes glimmering in fear, when there was something off about this one. Hands narrowed his eyes in disbelief. Wait, are you a guy? The Parisian nodded vigorously and made a slow, calming motions with his hands as he replied. Look, I know this looks bad, but uh, I'll pay everything I have to if you take me with you. Everyone on that planet is blob-farking crazy. End of story. And that, my friends, concludes this video. I hope 
that you enjoyed, and if you do, please consider supporting the author, even by popping over and leaving a thumbs up or a nice comment just to show your appreciation for the story. However, if you wish to support this channel, there are links down below which will help immensely. I will see you all in the next one, and until then, I hope that you have a fantastic day. Cheers.